Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You're listening to Eagles Unfiltered. B-A-T-L-E-S, Eagles! This podcast is powered by Eagle Maven of Sports Illustrated. Third down and one. I didn't even think- First down and a touchdown. Here are your hosts, Ed Kraz and Connor Miles. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Eagles Unfiltered. I'm Ed Kratz, joined by my colleague, John McMullen, and we are here again at the Eagles Novacare Complex in South Philadelphia under cloudy skies, but uh, there was some pretty hot action out on the field today, John, with the New England Patriots in town, the uh, first of two practices against Bill Belichick's team heading into Thursday night's preseason, and uh, what were some of your takeaways? A lot of interesting stuff, uh, Ed. Got a bold notebook. I think anytime you see at this stage of camp a new team come in, I think it's exciting. So you had uh, both fields being utilized, two of the three fields, uh, offense against defense, uh, both sides. Uh, Cam Newton kind of dueling uh, with Jalen Hurts, both wearing number one on, on separate fields. Yeah. And, and I think the Eagles got a little bit of an advantage. I think it was a tight, if we want to go Nick Sirianni grading play-by-play, play, I think it was tight. There were certainly some mistakes from the Eagles. A uh, couple drop balls from Ken Gainwell, Zach Ertz. Uh, uh, there were some uh, drop passes. But overall, I think they got the better of the Patriots in uh, big plays as well. Eric Wilson interception. I thought Jalen Rager had his best practice of the summer. I thought Greg Ward played well. Um, on the other hand, Nikel Harry, you know, the Eagles kind of struggled with him. And Nelson Aguilar. Nelson Aguilar might have been the best player on the field today. And... You know, he kind of downplayed that afterwards, but I think it meant something to, to play well in this particular practice for Nelson. Yeah, um, you know, Jalen Rager, you mentioned him, and that uh, Jalen Hurts hit him with a great pass, uh, probably like a 60-yard or so touchdown down the left sideline. Rager got behind, you know, Devin McCourty, who's, you know, one of the best safeties in this league, and J.C. Jackson, a starting cornerback, and uh, you know, he kind of bobbled it a little bit, but he was able to keep his balance, reel the catch in, and went untouched into the end zone. Really, probably the best play Rager has made this camp, although he did have that great uh, one-handed, one-handed catch. catch. That's, that's, gotta, that's a tough one to yeah. beat, but uh, this was right up there, this catch today. And, you know, he was kind of making some other catches, too. And the Eagles did a lot of one-on-one drills um, with the Patriots, receivers against the Patriots DBs, and then uh, Patriots receivers against the Eagles DBs. And I will say the Eagles DBs didn't really hold up all that well in that scenario, especially against Aguilar. He consistently beat Zach McPherson uh, a couple times and then kind of found a soft spot with Elijah Riley, slow to get over to help at the safety spot. Um, but then on the flip side, I thought the Eagles receivers did a very good job uh, against the Patriots DB. So kind of a, a wash there. Um, you know, I saw Fulgham actually make a play today. He's been kind of quiet. 
Um, Greg and, Ward, as I mentioned. Greg, I, yeah, I yeah. thought Greg Ward had yeah. a pretty good day today. Yeah. Um, you know, and we've been kind of underrating Greg Ward a little bit, you know, calling him a good wide receiver four. But today I thought he really uh, – that's a good point. I thought he had a really good session today. And, you, of course, you mentioned Aguilar. He was, to, in my opinion, the best receiver on the field, no doubt. And in talking to him afterward, he kind of – you know, he didn't really say that he had any extra motivation to come in here and play well. It was the first time since he left town and uh, after his fifth year here in the 2019 season. Um, so, you know, he just came in and, and, and looked real good. I mean, he was fluid in his routes, caught the ball well, which was always an issue here. And um, it's interesting because yeah, he had, he had an over-the-shoulder, yeah. opposite-shoulder, outside-shoulder catch where he looked like Willie Mays for old-school baseball. And he's, he struggled so mightily tracking the football here. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he's making these types of plays. A little bit frustrating, certainly, from an Eagles fan's perspective. But Nelson looked great today. Uh, but you know who else looked great? The Eagles defensive line. I think it all yes, started there. Very dominant. They, they dominated this particular practice. And they made Cam Newton very, very uncomfortable. Matt Jones as well. Javon Hargrave is a guy we rarely talk about for some reason. But he's had a great camp overall. We know what Fletcher Cox is. We always talk about the talent at defensive end. But I thought, you know, when I talk about the Eagles winning this practice, I think it starts with the defensive line because they just made things uncomfortable for the Patriots offense. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? I think we'd be uh, – we forgot to mention another offensive highlight, Andre Patton. Yeah. Um, you know, he had a great catch in the end zone. In red zone work, Joe Flacco made a terrific throw, kind of over over the shoulder in a very yeah. short area of the end zone uh, to work in. Uh, but Patton saw the ball, and it was pretty good coverage on yeah. the play by a New England defensive back. But great but throw, great throw. Flacco put it right over Patton's shoulder, and Patton made the catch, got his feet in. It was right in front of us, and yeah. uh, you know that was a. Tr- and you know, listen, Andre Patton. You know, we joke with our colleague Martin Frank, who works for DelawareOnline.com, and. You know, he, he's a big fan of, uh, you know, all these Delaware players. And Patton is a Delaware. And it was Flacco, uh, obviously. And it was Flacco. The, so he was uh, Martin But Frank I thought was it was fun. interesting. Yeah. You and I were sitting right in front. I think Martin was there as well. Yeah. Right in front of that particular play. And Howie Roseman and Dave Ziegler, who was the Patriots essentially deep back there, GM, they were about five feet in front of us. They saw that brilliant play. Um, and those two kind of watch the second half of practice together. So you start talking about, you know, we mentioned Harry from New England, a wide receiver that that wants out of there. And you start talking about Andre Dillard, potential trades. I don't know. Maybe they were just shooting the you-know-what about the weather, but maybe they're talking about, you know, know, potential matches. That's interesting because Dillard was out here today with his big knee brace on. He's not doing anything, obviously, with this. Knee injury, but then you look at the Patriots offensive line that really did struggle uh, against this Eagles defensive front, and you wonder, uh, you know, hey, could they be looking at Andre Dillard perhaps? And Nikhil Harry, to me, I know he hasn't done well since entering the league, but I thought he looked pretty good today. He I did look he, good. I thought he ran some nice routes. He yeah. caught everything thrown his way. You know, maybe it's a flyer. Two former first round picks maybe getting traded for each other that would be interesting yeah. Dillard for Harry I don't know if it'll happen but we're just speculating <laughs> yeah. uh, but it was cool to see Roseman talking to uh, Ziegler uh, most of the second half of practice I mean they just two yeah. were locked in conversation yeah um, so I'm sure they weren't just talking about the weather <laughs> well 
it might have been house to family, house that kind of stuff. But you probably got some football thrown in as well. Yeah. And if you do do have a match, and that you know we can speculate. That's what we do here at times. You know, both teams looking for a little depth at different positions. Maybe it's a match. So, yeah. you know, things can start from, hey, how's your family? And then you boom and you pivot into something else. Yeah, it's starting to rain a little bit here. But uh, yeah. uh, anyway, I want to go back to that uh, end zone interception by Eric Wilson. Um, the Eagles had a couple other opportunities to latch on to some interceptions today. Alex Singleton dropped the fastball over the middle. Tough catch to make. It was really coming in fast and it got on him in a hurry but you know you like to see him make that pick and then uh i had uh andrew adams the safety i thought he, he had a pretty good day today and he got yeah. his hands on two balls for pass breakups that probably could have been interceptions so you know i'm counting them as dropped interceptions so the eagles had three opportunities but the one wilson made i talked i was in on uh, cam newton's press conference after the practice and he explained that play that it was situational football it was third and four uh, from the four, and it was seven seconds left in the game. Okay, that's that was the situation. So he kind of threw it in there trying to give his receiver a chance, but the receiver, uh, he must have thought Wilson was the receiver because I didn't really see a receiver yeah. anywhere in the area. You know, and it was interesting because we were on the far side and yeah. had Nelson Aguilar, who we talked about dominating against Zach McPherson, but the, the quarterback in this case, Cam Newton, didn't pick up on that matchup. He had Nelson one-on-one on the outside, tried to throw the football into, you know, into the middle of a lot of traffic, and Eric Wilson was yeah. right there. And, and Newton had another bad ball that led to one of his players, uh, a tight end, uh, being down on the field for a little while, had to kind of be helped slowly to his feet, and he exited the field and didn't return. And Cam kind of apologized for that throw afterward. It was a terrible pass, led him right into a vicious hit by an Eagles defender, um, Derek Barnett Derek, really smacked him. Yeah, really. Sm- but it was just, you know, it's just a bad throw by Newton. In fact, you know, I, I wasn't impressed with Newton today. If you're looking at this from a Patriots standpoint, I wasn't overly impressed with Mac Jones. I know he had a good uh, preseason opener in the win over the Washington football team. But uh, to me, I thought Joe Flacco looked better than either one of those guys. And Bill Belichick might have been on the sideline saying, darn, why didn't we sign yeah. Joe well, Flacco? Well, you can argue <laughs> it was better than the starting quarterback here. Joe had the best throw of the day. I don't know if the consistency is there, but the throw to Andre Patton, that was, to me, the throw of the day. Yeah, I like Hertz's throw to Rager down the left sideline. I mean, Hertz continues to throw the ball deep, and sometimes it hits and sometimes it doesn't. Um, but Quez Watkins today also flashed. Yeah. I mean, he's getting first-team reps. Um, I, you know, I think this chemistry between Quez and Jalen Hurts is going to continue to develop, and I'll even throw Jalen Rager in the mix. I was encouraged by what I saw from Rager yeah. today. I would like to see him go out. He's a confidence guy, Rager. And Hertz was asked about that. I think I asked him about that after practice is, uh, you know, Rager and, and, and how he's becoming more and more involved. And he said it's a confidence thing. Uh, and it is with every player. But in Rager's case especially, I'd like to see him go out and have a high catch volume night, Thursday night, uh, or, or against the Jets if the first string plays. Um, I'd like to see him kind of go into the season with some confidence. And, and maybe today was kind of a launching point in that direction. Yeah, I think confidence is big for most players, but certainly some younger players. We've seen it. We've been talking about Nelson Aguilar. We've seen him with confidence. We see, we have seen him when he lost confidence. And you see how, how it can greatly affect a player. I, I, you know, Jalen Rager, I agree with you. He, he's got the talent to do one thing if we're looking forward. 
to September 12th, whatever it is, week one, the Atlanta Falcons, you're going to see some bubble screens, and you're going to see some bubble, bu bubble screens to Quez Watkins. You saw that in the preseason opener when he was able to take it home. You saw it to Jalen Rager in practice today, Quez Watkins in practice today. This is going to be a foundational principle of the Eagles' offense. It's pretty evident. Yeah. You're going to see some RPOs and some bubble screens. Very college-oriented, which Nick Sirianni kind of hinted at. Yeah, and once teams start to kind of bite on that bubble screen to shut it down, then I think that's when you can uh, line up another receiver on the wide side, Devontae Smith or, um, you know, Jalen Rager or Quez Watkins, whoever isn't involved in that bubble screen. Then you just run him on a straight fly pattern, fake, you know, pump fake the bubble screen and go deep on a one-on-one on -one -on -one matchup and, and maybe win that battle. So uh, this offense, you know, seems like it can be kind of exciting. I know it's kind of college-based, but... You know, listen, the NFL, it could take the NFL by surprise with all the things they're doing. Swing passes out of the backfield to the running backs. They're doing that a lot. Saw Miles Sanders yeah. again drop a pass. Drop not, of the day for Miles, yeah. unfortunately. Not good. I mean, I know Nick Suriani said on Saturday that he's only had two drops, but I can think of at least three. Today would make four. Um, it's a concern. There's no doubt. It is a concern. Yeah, Nick mentioned the angle routes when he's looking back yeah. at the quarterback and he has trouble picking up the football. So I don't know. In fact, Nick Sirianni was very honest, and I mentioned this before. He said, we're going to use a committee in the backfield. One of the reasons they're going to use a committee, they have to use a committee because Miles is not a good receiver right now. He's no. not a good pass protector right now. So you need other backs to take on those roles. So let's do a little housekeeping here. Um, I know you do your practice game ball and your training camp thoughts, and you really should read that. John does a great job with uh, with wrapping up things that he saw, um, you know, at, at si.com slash NFL slash Eagles or at EagleMaven.com. Uh, John has written training camp thoughts every day since camp started on July 28th. But you give a practice game ball, John. Um, do you want to kind of give a spoiler here and tell us who you're giving it to? Well, I'm, I was thinking about giving it to Eric Wilson because I think that was the play of the day, stopping the Patriots. Think about that. High leverage situation, situational football, third and four. The practice version of the game on the line, he picks it off. Eagles win the practice. That's how I look at it. But you know what? I'm going to give it to our old friend, Nelson Aguilar. Ouch. Ooh. Oh. He was the best player on the field today. Yeah, yes. I, I truly believe that, and he deserves it. Yeah. So let's give it to Nelson. Yeah, Nel Nelson did a fantastic job today. Very impressive. You know, maybe Howie and Ziggler were talking about trading back for Aguilar. I doubt it. I doubt but uh, I don't think Howie wants uh, – I don't think Nelson wants to be here. Let's yeah. put it that way. Yeah. But he, he did put on a good base. He did say hi to us all. He did say it was a special moment. Maybe a little bit of sarcasm yeah. dripped in there. Yeah, but, when Mills was here too. Yeah, uh, you know he, you know he was uh, his chirpy self. You know he broke up a pass and digged the signal incomplete over top of the. By receiver. the way, Jalen Mills, the, the the chippiness of practice, the biggest chippiness of practice, was Jalen Mills related, and Jordan Mailata, I guess, touched his helmet. Uh, trying to draw an offsides. I guess it, it was sort of a blitz type of situation. Uh, he thought Jalen came over, uh, touched his helmet to draw the flag, uh, and Jalen didn't like that. And he pushed Jordan Mylotta in the back. And I saw Jalen after practice. I said, that's not the guy you want to push, Jalen. Six foot eight, <laughs> 380 pounds, but you know Jalen. 
Didn't those bounce off of them? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, yeah, so listen, uh, what's next here uh, from the Novacoda Complex? Eagles, Patriots back at it on Tuesday. By 4 p.m. tomorrow, the Eagles have to trim, I think it's four players off of this roster. Um, that Those moves might come tonight, Monday night, or, or they might wait and let them practice. You know, again I was tomorrow. talking, I think it's only three. Okay. We were talking about this before practice because uh, Raven Clark was on the active PUP list. I think he counted against the roster. So the Eagles already cut Adrian Killens. Okay. Um, and uh, who am I missing? Who uh, else Caleb Wilson. Caleb Wilson end, got yeah. picked up on waivers, by the way, by the Washington football team. Right. Um, so they only have to make three more cuts. Somebody like Andre Patton, I think he bought himself a week. Uh, who might not have bought himself some time, and this is encouraging for the Eagles, is Kayvon Wallace uh, was listed as week-to-week last week with a groin injury, but he was a full participant today. I, I was kind of surprised to see him out there working. Um, yeah, so was I. You know, yes. maybe part of that is Marcus Epps is starting to, yeah. I think, has played better than Kayvon Wallace. Now, ultimately, the Eagles want to get to the point where it's Anthony Harris and Rodney McLeod. Right. But if Rodney's not able to go early in the season, I think early in camp, the plan was to go with Kayvon Wallace. I think Marcus Epps has outplayed him to this point. So he's got to get back out there. Yeah, he does. And he was today. And the trickle down from that is Blake Countess, who played over, I think, 50 snaps on Thursday night, had seven tackles, um, but it was part of that defensive effort in the fourth quarter against the Steelers, third and fourth. It really didn't didn't, didn't bow up well at all. Uh, Blake Countess could be kind of one of those three players that could be gone by 4 p.m. tomorrow. I, I don't know. I'm just speculating. Good news for Kayvon Wallace, though. I think this kid can play. I just think he needs to get that opportunity. It's a shame he couldn't play against the Steelers because of that groin injury, but he's getting work in this week. And if he's still healthy, I think he'll play Thursday night. Um, so, listen, that's it for for us here. Uh, they're going to start cutting the grass behind us here on the field. Uh, but John and I will be back here again tomorrow. Read all uh, about the today's practice on SI.com slash NFL slash Eagles or at EagleMaven.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.